0: This is a podcast from Rover.
1: As promised, we've got it back in for another week. Rachel Service, absolute leadership mastermind, CEO, author of an amazing book. If you like uh, the sound of Rachel's voice, uh, you can get it on Audible as well. Um, download the audio version of it you can text BOOK to 3520
0: welcome back Rach
2: great to be here so, so it's nice to have a
0: three person team isn't it we you've officially become part of the furniture which is great, uh, people, are, people are hanging out for this weekly segment that we've been catching up with you about so thank you so far for all of the work that you've done uh, but today we're going to be climbing into probably looking a little bit more inside, a little bit more intrinsically and reflecting upon what it is um, that makes us happy and how do we meet our own needs
2: it sounds so simple doesn't it you know but if it's so simple why aren't more of us myself included doing it a question i like to think about is what is a non-negotiable and i'll pose this to you guys Mm. what's a non-negotiable for you to have a really good day you know what's on the non-negotiable list for me it's coffee uh alone time
1: what about you? Mm. I would 100% go coffee because I bang three of them back before mm. 10 o'clock in the morning. And so that's, yeah. <laughs> co- coffee. Yeah. Um, one thing I don't get at the moment, but if you know, if we're talking about an optimum day, that's a full night's sleep where I sleep in my own bed for the whole night as opposed to on the floor of a toddler's room for a <laughs> little bit. <laughs> how, do you,
2: how old are your kids now?
1: Um, what have we got? 15 months, almost three and four and a half. So pretty
2: close
0: yeah together. musical beds every night probably yeah. Hey? Yeah. for me it would be it would be a similar setup fresh uh, air yeah fresh,
1: a little bit of fresh mm. air in the in the girls
0: yeah for me it'd be seeing at least seeing the ocean if not walking along the beach uh dropping my kids off to school because that's probably the biggest amount of interaction I get with them in a, in a very short amount of time it's just me and my and my twin boys um and then music I just need uh, I can nice. sit so I can just set the day with just a tune, and uh, it makes a massive difference to me. I, I feel weird if I'm operating in the morning. If I'm making a coffee and I'm not listening to music, it makes me feel like, you know, the world is off kilter.
1: Yeah, Jay came in a real good mood the other day, and he'd just been going, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: From murder man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's <laughs> amazing. The Gaga archive isn't it? No. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's on the it's on the top ten playlists for me. <laughs> oh, is it? Love it. There is yeah. There there is things that you
1: need to have in your life that you don't negotiate. You make room for these things mm. every day because you know that that's just. Uh, you know you know what you like and you know it's good for you and i guess um you know those ones we mentioned and you mentioned must be those the the ones for us
0: yeah i've moved into i've moved moved into because i haven't been here for quite a number of years but moved uh, relatively recently into a, f- a fitness regime of sorts it's training and preparation for an event and it's made such a difference in terms of how much energy i've got uh, and it just instantly changes the way that I think about, you know, the sort of the food that I'm consuming, the activities that I do when I'm not here at work. It's uh, it's changed things and made me probably, a, like it's filled me up, I charged the battery a little bit because I've been sedentary for like the last three months. So that's the other thing that sets me off properly because there's no way I'm going to be doing that after, you know, sort of eight o'clock when I get home after work at night.
2: Exactly. And... All of us had these internal DNA of our special non-negotiables. So i ask you a different question. How would you feel if you didn't get your three shots of coffee by 10 a.m. dunk and you didn't have Lady Gaga with your <laughs> espresso in the morning, Jay? You know, what's yeah. that day now looking like?
0: It's terrible. It's ter- you just take the beach away from me, full stop. If you take, take the ocean away from me, I am rudderless and I am miserable and I am short and I'm snappy um, and I'm not fun to be around. I, literally, I feel connected to the ocean. That is, the beach is my Turanga Waiwo, where I, you know, that's where I basically feel like I belong. I'd prefer to be in the water more than out of it if, if the opportunity was available.
1: Yeah, and if I didn't have my three shots of coffee, I'd feel like I was walking in gumboats filled, filled with concrete for the day
2: exactly right and so we all had this special internal dna of our non-negotiables and when you ask people to think about what they are without even thinking everyone says oh i want to be close to the ocean i've got to have my three cups of coffee i've got to see my kids i've got to do this everyone's needs are completely different right so some people need coffee some people need tea for example and then we ask ourselves well how often do we have all of those needs met every day and often many of us, protect people we've got kids or deadline or lots of things going on, we think, oh, maybe I have one of those needs met and, you know, other things have to come first. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. But when we bring our awareness to that and we realize, oh my gosh, I'm only meeting one of my needs every day and I'm meeting the needs of everybody else around me, I feel like my feet mm-hmm. are in concrete gum boots, or I feel, as you said, rudderless, what a great word to use. And every part of the day is harder decisions are harder i'm less charming to be around or whatever right and so you know we can ask ourselves how often do we prioritize this and if that feels like a luxury what if just two or three of those non-negotiables could be sneaky diggy snuck into your routine every day so then you're starting the day off right and or if that doesn't happen during the day and you do come home you can have 30 minutes to listen to your audio book while you go to bed, while you do the dishes, or there's a chance for you to go down the ocean and just breathe in the air before you go to bed. Mm. You know, it sounds kind of luxurious, particularly in New Zealand culture. I think it's the idea of, you know, that seems kind of a bit, dramatic or over the top. But all I'm suggesting is if we actually meet our basic needs, uh, we're actually a bit nicer to be around and life. feels a bit easier. And when stuff comes up, we're less likely to go into less helpful ways of communicating and go, you know what? I can handle this because uh, I have my needs, Matt.
0: Uh, I had this, once again, had this conversation very recently uh, where I was just flailing about like the flappy waving arm man from the motoring motoring mile car yards Um, and it was I just don't have I don't have time to get in my breathing in the morning and I don't have time to go to the beach uh, you know at any stage during the day this is me having full scale meltdown my wife's very good she's great boat builder, puts a rudder back on and grabs my phone and says, look how much time that you've spent today on Instagram. And Just pick one app, Instagram. And it was like 45 minutes. And she's like, breathing takes you 13 minutes and that gives you another half an hour to go to the beach and back. So don't tell me you don't have time because you chose to spend it looking death scrolling on Instagram. So the the now the new mindset for me is, when I feel like I'm going for a death scroll, to get up and that's when I go to the beach. Like that is the alarm that gets rung. Yeah. It's like don't can't really do breathing midday, but if you're going for this death scroll, that's when you can disappear down to the beach. And it's changing that functionality of how my mind sort of packages things because. To me, I think that I'm taking a break from the world by falling into this death scroll of a, a prefabricated life that's on Instagram uh, instead of just actually dropping the phone and peeling out and being further away from it as opposed to just diving into it. And it's, made, once again, made a massive difference, just a slight change of the way that I'm thinking, and it changes everything in and around me. Then I'm a better husband. I'm a better father. I'm probably better to work with, you know. Probably not, but there's a stretch. But he, <laughs> you know, I was on a roll there. <laughs>
2: And you're so spot on. It's not about making radical changes and all of a sudden you're doing yoga teacher training instead of being on Instagram. (laughs) But it's all about saying, if I'm on Instagram for two hours a night, if I just bring my awareness to that, what if I went for the first 15 minutes, I'll do some breathing or I'll have a snack or I'll make the bed or I'll have a shower, whatever it is. And then I'll get to my desk scrolling. You know, it's just slowly bringing out awareness to you. you can have these great things that make you feel good is this actually good for me in the long term and i know i had a I had and have a lot of trouble for doing things that are good for me because the disc scrolling feels good and i do want that lumber back support now that that ad sucked me into that <laughs> vortex you know i'm buying all this crap online um, and I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. All I'm saying is, how can we balance what we do instinctively and just bring it slowly to something that's actually good for us? And are we willing to let ourselves believe that's what good, what what's good for us is actually best for our community, our farm now? It's good for everyone. It has a total flow and effect. You know, that's the kind of mindset shift I'm interested in us thinking about.
1: So I guess the work on um, for this week's chat would be to write down those non-negotiables that you want to be um, a, a part of your day every day. Um, and then trying to fit those in and figuring out where the wriggle room is, whether or not you make it like JC, you take some uh, time that you'd spend on your phone uh, away from yourself and you do one of those things that are non negotiables. And that's probably not a bad one to stick on the post it note um, from the other week when we had the list of five things um, that make you happy and fill your cup back up.
2: You know, even write down three things that make me happy and then think, what's the smallest pathway to that? So my spouse, for example, loves cooking. But, you know, where are the hours in the day when you have a full-time job and commitments? So, you know, on the weekends, instead of thinking, I'm going to have a chicken kebab, we're having this, you know, chicken kebab with elaborate pita bread and balsamic vinegar from Woolworths instead of coals or whatever it is. And all of a sudden they're in their happy place, you know, and it's not about giving up all these things. It's just about saying, if I friggin' love food, How can I inject that into what I already do? It can be as simple as that.
1: Rach, you're an absolute superstar. We love having you on the show. Um, If you want to climb into Rach's book, it's amazing. books. send it off to 3520, and we'll catch you next week. The Jay and Dunk Podcast.